Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorization number TP slash 01005. Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto? Don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Big talk, big opinions, the panel. Really pleased to say the panel this morning consists of Ricky Schwinnell of uh, Sky Sport uh, fame, of course, also uh, on air with last, uh, last night with Beaver on the Drive Show. Uh, Ollie Ritchie, uh, of course, is with us as well. He's been uh, globetrotting around the world lately as well. Ricky, can I start with you? Speaking of globetrotting, uh, how about that Waikato Fara Palmer Cup team? What have they had to go through to get there tomorrow? Oh, gosh, yeah, well, I mean, it's been a, a, a heck of a challenge for them, hasn't it? And I, look, I know um, there will be people who are upset at them for doing what they have done to, to get out and, and um, get out of the Waikato region and then get well get out of Hamilton and then get out of Cambridge and then get their way to Christchurch. Um, and you'd have to think it's probably been very disruptive for their preparations. But you look at this, I think there will be people who will have misgivings about what they're doing. But what I would say is that... Um, you know, sports teams are very tightly controlled. They have been doing. They will be doing and have done a lot of tests. Um, they follow some pretty strict protocols, um, like any of us, any of us, I guess, who are in those sort of public-facing or, or profile positions where people have got eyes on um, at the moment. So you, you, we trust that the Waikato team have done all they can and, and they're ready to go for a good final tomorrow. Uh, Ollie, um, we've heard this morning uh, from the CEO of uh, Auckland Rugby, Jared Bear, who's saying that he sounded pretty depressed about the whole deal, to be fair. Uh, but that's not going to be a goer for them. They're out of uh, the NPC as it exists at the moment, and they may possibly, possibly be able to have like a, a super city competition. Uh, what have you made of this whole scenario? Oh, I really feel for, for the three teams in Auckland, to be honest with you. Um, They've done everything they possibly can to, to rejoin this competition. Um, obviously, a lot of this is outside of their control. Um, it sounded to me that they had a pretty solid uh, application to try and get those three teams out of Auckland, but I also heard that uh, Taupo didn't want them there, um, which is where they were going to relocate to. So you have to feel quite sorry for them. This is a real kick in the guts and a real financial blow for them as well. They're going to need uh, probably some bailing out from New Zealand rugby, I would think, to help them survive past this. Um, a, a real shame that there'll probably be a wee asterisk next to the 2021 version of the NPC. Yeah, um, Ricky, in, in that respect, uh, a real... Mm. A kick in the guts is a probably an, a, an apt uh, thing. Um, do you think it's viable that this thing, viable that this uh, tri-series tri could exist? Yeah, look, I mean, well, we had Aaron Lawton, the county CEO, on, on the drive show yesterday afternoon, and Aaron's a, a pretty upbeat, jovial sort of guy that he's an ex-Juno that many of us know well. And you could hear it in his voice. You could just hear 
how tired he was and how disappointed it was. And look, it, it could cost jobs at these unions. Um, he said they had someone who was actually leaving their last day today anyway, and that position's not going to be replaced. Um, so there's sort of the, the trickle-on effect is massive, what it will mean they can, so they can do for some of their, their grassroots programs, their kids' programs, their girls' programs, all of that kind of stuff now comes into effect. Look, if we want to find silver linings, um, maybe it's the chance that we relook at this NPC, we get rid of the two divisions um, in the future again and go back to one because clearly promotion relegation just cannot happen this year. I don't know how much appetite there will be for these Auckland teams to play a, a super series. I mean, for the players, it was must be so tough to get kind of motivated again um, and, and to, you know, to, to be able to want to do that. It's a nice idea whether it happens, a, a super series, three teams, I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I think it'd be really tough for them to get going, given still the restrictions in Auckland anyway, to be able to put something like that on. Mm, absolutely. Ricky Swinnell with us. Ollie Ritchie will take a quick uh, break for the news. And when we come back, uh, plenty more to talk about here on SENZ. Big talk, big opinions, the panel. Yeah, Ricky Swinnell and uh, Ollie Ritchie on the panel this morning. And uh, Ollie, I, I, I tend to get um, a bit more low key about things that are coming up because you don't quite know if they're going to eventuate as such. But uh, we do know um, that uh, the Ranfurly Shield is on tomorrow, and I understand that you're, uh, uh, you've got a bit of a focus on that as a neutral. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to this one. I, I'm, I'm not sure uh, how your producer's been this week, Smitty, given he is a diehard Tasman Markle fan. I'm surprised he hasn't dedicated the whole show uh, to the Tasman Markle, but you know, I, I'm looking forward to this one. I feel a little bit sorry for Tasman. I've been such a strong force uh, in the NPC over the last few years. They just haven't been able to get themselves a shield challenge. Uh, so tonight they finally get one uh, against Hawke's Bay. Uh, sorry, tomorrow they get one against Hawke's Bay. And I'd be very surprised if the shield didn't move down south uh, and set up shop in Nelson. They've been uh, so good, so dominant uh, for, for quite a while now. And I just think that, yes, they've lost a few uh, a few. Um, members to the All Blacks, but I just think they're going to be too strong for Hawks Bay. We saw them hold on by the skin of their teeth against Bay of Plenty, and I just think Tasman will present a, a different challenge to them. So I, I think that that shield will be heading south to Nelson, and I think you'll have one very happy producer, Smithy. Yeah, well, oh, he you might have Smithy, you're, you're a Hawks fan, oh. Smithy. Are you, are you feeling <laughs> a little bit tense, though? You burgled it from Bay of Plenty. I can feel the tension. And yeah, you hey. relations in, in the morning show. How are they going? <laughs> hey, Swinnell, what are you? Where are you coming from with us? What's going on here? Goodness <laughs> me! Oh, no, no, look, I'm going to back Hawks Bay, but I just wondered how you were feeling. If you were feeling a little bit uh, tense about the weekend, uh, how the mood in the bay is? <laughs> well, the mood is always confident in the bay. <laughs> the, mood is, the mood is always good in the Bay, Ricky. And as you well know, being a, profes- a professional broadcaster yourself, you cannot really afford to display our bias in any one direction. So there you this go. This is true. So, this is true. Ricky Swinnell, I shall ask you about this subject then, which is, uh, uh, and I, I go back to the point I make about looking forward to things, um, but you're hopeful because at the moment we don't know if they're going to eventuate or not. But super rugby or picky? What about that? Uh, and uh, what a great, what great news for, for women's rugby? 
Yeah, it's great. Yeah, a, a long time coming. I, I think well, I, the original plan might have been to have it going next year, but I'm I mean, sorry, I've, uh, last year, but obviously last year turned into a bit of a disaster um, and on so many fronts. Um, and so this is great. It's a, a, a long-needed step. I think um, a couple of the, the Super Rugby teams have really backed this, and the Blues were real drivers of that game that they had uh, earlier this year. I think there's still a, a lot of things to be ironed out and how this is going to work into the future, but you've got to make a start, right? And uh, look, I can only attest to with that talent pool that there'll be, of, and I think four teams is, is the right option for now. Um, the quality will be really, really good. It's a huge year for women's rugby next year with um, with that starting with the Commonwealth game for the Sevens team, the Sevens World Cup, and then the Fifteens World Cup, which is obviously being held here as well. There's a lot going on. Um, and, yeah, look, it's really exciting for those players. Uh, Ollie, um, other things happening uh, this weekend, of course, uh, the All Whites, after 700 days in exile, finally get to play a couple of games of football as the All Whites as well, because that's been the only action off the field they've had to keep the name. Well, they are at the moment, so that's got to be good, surely. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's good to see them finally back out in the park, and, and, and hopefully they can take a little bit of that momentum that they had from the Olympics, and that wasn't the All Whites, of course, but um, a lot of those a lot of those players will still feature, and they just looked like they had a side with a bit of confidence about them. Uh, they performed really well. They didn't quite meet their own expectations, just falling short um, at the Olympics. But still, a lot of positive signs. So yeah, it'll be great to see them back out, uh, back out on the field. Um, finally, yeah, you're right. The only talk about the All Whites has been about whether the name should change this year. Uh, so it'll be nice to see some action finally, and hopefully, yeah, we can see similar signs to what we saw at the Tokyo Olympics with the Ollie White. So on the subject of uh, name changes and, and names uh, in general, Ollie Ritchie, what about uh, Super Rugby or Picky? You got any uh, possibilities for names for the women's teams? Yeah, good question, Smitty. Um, I think, well, I think all is to be revealed. All is to be revealed. No, that sounds to me like Ricky Swinnell's got a name idea for the... Uh, no, for the no, South no, Island I haven't. That's a good question. I know it's a good question because I know that they are launching on Tuesday. Um, and I think, I don't know, I think there's going to be some sort of reference yeah, well, I don't know, to, the, to, the, to the Alps through the South or something like that in there. I don't know. Because you kind of got to encompass that whole area. But... Yeah, yeah. It's something that can expose the areas, doesn't it? It's a, it's a tricky one. Um, you know, it can't be too Canterbury focused, can't be too uh, Otago focused. Obviously, that's where the bulk of those those players will come from. But that doesn't compass the whole South Island. So uh, they've certainly mm. got a job on their hands. Maybe they'll start with Kendra's All Stars or something. <laughs> Kendra's All Kendra's All Stars. I like that. Kendra's All Stars. Uh, she won't be there tomorrow in the Far Rapaba Cup final. Uh, hey, Ricky, I'll tell you what um, is, is interesting this weekend as well. Of course, the Silver Ferns are back in action uh, against the men. Now, this is not the first time they've played the Aotearoa men. In fact, the men have dominated. Uh, so this mm. is of interest. Perhaps not so much the score, although there, there will be one school of, uh, of thought there, a male versus female, who's going to be dominant. But what they get out of it on the back of uh, the Rose series, which was not good. Mm. Yeah, look, um, this is, I think, so 2019 was the first time this series happened, and I remember watching that series and then thinking, I think the Silver Ferns can win the World Cup because they just matched up so brilliantly um, against the men. And I know people kind of look a little bit sideways at this and 
sometimes go, what do, well, what do you mean, the, the men are beating professional players and whatever? And, and so I always sort of make the analogy. It's like if I was playing a netball game against Ollie, I might be a better netballer or, and know the game better, but he's going to be, you know, physically he's, he's taller, he's stronger, and he's going to be faster. And so that's the way it is. I mean, the men have got some seven-footers in there, um, for heaven's sake. Um, uh, look, Netball New Zealand and, and Noling, Dane Noling Toto is the one who has really pushed this and, and made it a thing. The men's players have done a huge service to the women's players over the years. They have always turned up. They've trained against the Silver Ferns and, and the, the professional teams for years. Um, and this has been kind of their moment to, to get in the sun. So um, this is still, I think, a very understrength Silver Ferns team. And so it's going to be a huge challenge for them to, to match up again. In saying that, that, some of the men are still stuck in Auckland. They've got players based in Australia that can't get in there. So um, it's tricky for them too. And, you know, they've lost a lot of their events like that national for a couple of years now because of the COVID restrictions. So I think it will be, as always, I'm sure Dane Nolan will have something up his sleeve and it will be another fascinating encounter, but very important for them uh, going into the Commonwealth Games next year. Ricky Swinnell, thanks very much for your input this morning and uh, a touch of cheek there involved as well. Ollie Ritchie, um, uh, thank you to you as well. Um, I'm not fully in agreement with you that it's heading south, but if it is, um, good luck to Tasman. Good luck to Tasman.